Louis, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Rhodes? Well, we're going, we don't need Rhodes. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. No, I am your father. You're listening to After the Ending, the only film podcast where we tell you what happens after the ending of your favorite films. And now, here are your hosts, Mike Spring and Phil Edwards. Hello and welcome to After the Ending. I'm Mike Spring. And I'm Phil Edwards. And Phil, we are soaring into space in today's mini-episode. Yeah, we're going to head off to the final frontier with this mini-episode. Yes, listener, it is another mini-episode with Phil and Mike. We're going to fill your ears with our top five favorite movie spacecraft. Yes, and uh, we would like to also thank our listener, a longtime show listener, Jay Tanner Perry, who suggested this when we asked for suggestions a while back for top five episodes. And he said, top five movie space spaceships and... And we said, that's a great idea because we love yeah, we movies said, with spaceships. We said make it so. Ah, there you go. I like that. <laughs> yes, but there are some caveats about what, what uh, spacecraft we could include. Yes. Uh, we're not going to have any of the Star Wars spaceships because, hell, they're going to win all the lists and it'd be like a top five list. So we'll do, at a future date, we'll do a whole episode devoted to the top five Star Wars spaceships. Yeah, really, it just when we were putting it together, it was like, well, easily <laughs> easily three to four-fifths of my list would be Star, Star Wars ships. So that seemed to kind of defeat the purpose. So we decided to make that a separate list. So sorry for you Star Wars fans out there, but that'll come in the future. Yeah, and we also said uh, no spaceships which originated in a TV show. Right, right, because that's you've got your you know Firefly and the Enterprise and all these you know great ships, and so it just seemed again it could be very easily a, a Star Wars, Star Trek list or you know Battlestar Galactica, who knows what. So uh, this is movie originated spaceships. Yes, taking all of those we've just mentioned out of it, there's still there are plenty more we could choose from. I mean, you start looking, you just can go on and on and on. Like space itself. Without a doubt. I, I actually, I have to say, too, that I, it was very tough for me. I, I really wanted to include a TV show, Spaceship, because I'm a big, huge fan of the Borg Cube from Star Trek. Yeah, and it yeah. was in a Star Trek movie, so it made my list originally, but it, it did originate on the TV show first. So I'm going to have to leave that one off, much as it pains me. Yeah, that was a good one, though, because it was just a total song a bit different, wasn't it? Just like Oh, cube. yeah. It's so awesome. Yeah. I love it. Great introduction to it as well. Yes. But I think that makes my, my list much more eclectic and much more interesting. And I came up with some ships that uh, I don't think will be people's you know first thoughts. So I'm pretty excited about what we've come up with or what I've come up yeah, with anyway. I think, uh, Your list here. could suck for all I know. Yeah, yours could <laughs> suck even more. It probably does. So, everybody, let's see whose list sucks the most. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I'll go first then. Let me let me throw my hat into the ring. Okay, blast off. All right, I'll start off with my number five, and it is the USS Sulaco from Aliens, which is this really cool giant ship that looks like a big blocky thing with a bunch of knives sticking out of the front of it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I don't even that's exactly how it. That's how it was described in the, the original screenplay. It probably was, actually. But, yeah. I, you know, I, I always loved, I've always been a big Aliens fan, obviously. I, we talked about it on the show a number of times, but I always thought that the Sulaco was just this cool, because it's kind of meant to look like this industrial ship, but it has all these protruding things at the yeah. front of it. And it's just very, like, imposing and and powerful looking. Like, it looks like the kind of ship that a bunch of colonial marines would end up on. And uh, I don't know. It's a very cool monolithic sort of spaceship. And I, I just like that it it's the, the power that it represents. So 
That's... Yeah, it looks like something which would be actually used as well. Yeah, yeah, it definitely looks like a ship that isn't, you know, stylish and fancy with all this extra stuff like you see a lot of times. It's a very, like, uh, functional type of spaceship, it seems like. Yeah. So I dig it. It's an excellent pick. It sort of went to it back and forth from mine, but it didn't quite make the final cut. But my number five is the spacecraft from Space Hunter Adventures in the Forbidden Zone. I... 1983 film starring Peter Strauss, Molly Ringwald, Ernie Hudson, and Michael Ironside. I will have to look that one up. I'm not familiar with that one. Yeah, it's... Uh... Uh, let's see, it was directed by Lamont Johnson and executive producer was Ivan Reitman, but it's a cheesy 1983 sci-fi action film. And it's, I don't think the spacecraft's got a name, but it's the one that Space Hunter, the Peter Strauss character's in. And it's not in it very much either. He gets a distress call on a planet and you see him, he's sort of like a mining asteroids. And it's a, it's sort of a bit like shaped like a, a manta ray, but it's got this big bubble kind of cockpit off to one side. It's off center, it's asymmetrical and it just... It's it's another it's a workhorse kind of spacecraft. He's you know he's out there trying to just make some credits, and then he he gets this distress call. He can go out and make a bit more money. But it's just you just see the ship. It's he lives on board there with this this woman, and it's just you know the style of serenity that kind of thing. You just know it's it's used, and it's uh, I always just it always stuck with me the design. Hmm. It's a bit unusual. Very cool. I like that. Something a little different. Yeah, it's uh, as I say, it's only in it for like near the start, but it's a, a nice design which I liked. Alrighty. Well, my number four is the engineer's ship from Alien slash Prometheus. Uh, and I didn't mean to start off with the Aliens films two in a row, yeah, but it sort of ended yeah. up that way. Uh, you know, basically it looks like a kind of like a toilet seat, you know, or like a big donut <laughs> with, a, with a bite taken out of it. But that's sort of what I like about it is it's this it's. It's a very non-traditional looking spaceship. You know, so many spaceships look like either modified uh, modified aircraft exist, like, you know, airplanes and stuff with, you know, wings and tails and this and that. Or they look like some variation of a flying saucer. And I guess yeah, technically yeah. this is kind of fall into that category because it is round. But it, it's this big horseshoe looking thing. And, you know, it's partially because I think it's a cool design and partially because that moment in Alien when they first come across the ship is so... It's just so iconic and so cool uh, that it's always just stuck with me. And then you get inside and there's that big yeah. space elephant in a suit, like sitting in this gun thing. And for years and years and years, we didn't know what it was. And then Prometheus came out and we still don't know what it was because, yeah. well, we do, but not really. We sort of wish. So barring the Prometheus stuff, though, I, you know, from Alien, it's just such a cool design inside and out. It's because you know? when you first see it, it is, it's a truly alien spacecraft. Right. You don't know. You don't know what bit does what, where you go in, how it works. Exactly. That's exactly. There's nothing about it that, that seems like it came from Earth. You know, it really yeah, seems alien. Yeah. And, and I always dug that about it. So that's my number four. Well, one, one thing I will say about Prometheus, although I know we've, we often have a go at it, but the, the design for Prometheus itself, I always quite like that. I thought that looked a great ship. I, I agree. It didn't, didn't make my list, but I did like the look of it. I agree wholeheartedly. In fact, I, I, did, I did consider it for my list because I do think it's a very, very cool ship. Um, but ultimately, I, I did, it didn't make it. But I agree with you that that is a really neat, a neat spacecraft. Yeah. Okay. An excellent choice. Uh, my number four is from The Black Hole. It's the USS Cygnus. It's the Walt Disney film uh, with uh, Roddy McDowell, Maximilian Schell, Robert Forster. Uh, and it's it's the ship they find where it's been hanging around this black hole where there's a scientist who's trying to breach the black hole and stuff. But it's it, it's an amazing thing. It looks like a big glass building with lights just pouring out of it. It's like something from Victorian times where they had the they build these amazing like crystal palaces and things. Which just it just looks like this gothic church just hanging in space next to this black hole. Uh, the film itself isn't the best sci-fi film, but it's got these. Stunning visuals. It goes quite dark for Disney film. Well, very dark as well. Yeah. But you got you got the design of the Cygnus One. Also, the designs of Vincent 
and the what's the killer one is that called maximilian maximilian yeah yeah maximilian which i just they've always stayed with me when i first saw the film they just the look of these robots a bit cartoony but dangerous and but it's the uss cygnus as well that's the when you first see that you know wow what the what's going on this is an amazing thing just floating in space what's i want to see more right right that's that's my number four very good pick i like it all right, well, my number three is uh, switching gears a bit. It is the mothership from Close Encounters of the Third Kind, uh, which is just such a – I mean, it's a great movie, obviously. But what I liked about that one is it does play on the sort of traditional flying saucer uh, imagery. You know, it, it's yeah, it's this yeah. big, round, you know, ship in sort of a saucer shape. But it also has all this extra cool stuff on it, you know, all these protrusions and, and spires and, you know, colors and lights and everything. And so – it, I just really love the look of it. You know, I feel like it's definitely one of those images from movies that the minute you sort of see this this brightly lit flying saucery looking ship, you automatically just think Close Encounters of the Third Kind. It's a very indelible image to me, and I think it's cool looking. And so, like, you know, I like the ships that are sort of defy the traditional spaceship, but I also like this one because it's so traditional in a way. It's sort of yeah, that classic, yeah. a little more down to earth in terms of what we've always just uh, thought of as UFOs. You know, it's in that traditional vein. Yeah, yeah. So I like it. I like it a lot. No, an excellent choice. Uh, my number three is the Gunstar from The Last Starfighter. Uh, I had a feeling that might make your list. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, you know, you needed to defeat the Kodan Armada. That's right. We, f- we first see it in the cockpit on a, on a video game. We all love video, well, arcade games. And then when you get to see it, it's one of the first examples, you know, full CG in a movie. But it just, it looked cool. Uh, you had you had the two pilot, you had the pilot and the gunner. So you have, the, you know, the repartee between the two people. We, we went behind, no, we went after the ending as well in episode nine. So if you want to listen to that. But, and then to wrap it all up, you got the ultimate weapon, the Death Blossom. So it spins around and destroys everything. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. Yeah. You always want that big button where you can smash it and, you know, defeat all the bad guys. <laughs> right. That is a very handy button to have. But I always liked, liked the design of it. It looked like you could see the little engines firing, you know, from to make it move around, you know, the little thrusters and things. It's uh, some nice touches on it, and it was, it was just a great design. Yeah, yeah. It definitely was one I considered. I um, I, I had a feeling it might be on your list. I I uh, thought about it. didn't quite make it, but it is, it is a great choice. Thank you. Well, I'm looking forward then to your... I'm in the top two now. All right. Well, my number two has appeared on your list, and it is the USS Cygnus from the Black Hole. An excellent pick. Thank you. Uh, Like, everything you said about it is true, and I I think it's it's such a cool – like, if you don't know what it looks like, go Google it because it's really neat. It's like if somebody basically – you know, obviously the Black Hole was very inspired by Star Wars, and I always thought of the Cygnus as like if somebody built a skyscraper based on a Star Destroyer and then took that skyscraper and turned it on its side and flew it into space, you would have the Cygnus. Do you know what I mean? Oh, that's cool, yeah. It's it's like it's all this, like, black glass and, and light. It's like black with like lights and it's just really cool looking. I, I always – I do like that film very much. It's a weird film, especially the ending. Yeah. And it's extremely yeah. dark for a Disney movie and I, I wish it was more appreciated. I know it's a cult classic but it, it is a movie that I love. I, I, I loved it as a kid like you said. I love the designs of it and I, I loved watching it as an adult when I went back to revisit it. But the, it is it is a really cool ship and I was looking at ships for this list and it, it – it just was one that kept coming back to me. I was like, this is going to be really high on my list. So, Well, it's, it's, it's sort of, though, like thinking about it, it's almost like a precursor to, uh, well, a prequel to, sorry, to uh, Event Horizon. Oh, yeah, for because, sure. Because they end up going to hell, don't they, some of them? They basically uh, do. The I mean, they never hell, say yeah. it out loud. But, yeah, the end of the movie is kind of like the, they, they try journey through hell to get back to, you know, normal space or whatever, it's, it's, which is really, really interesting for a 1970s Disney film. 
Yeah, I remember watching the first time and at the end going, oh, I don't know if I'm scared or I really enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah, I remember, I, I don't remember that part of it from when I was a kid, but I remember when I revisited it as an adult and I was like, you know, I'm watching and they go through all this stuff and then, the, you know, they come out of it at the end or whatever. And I'm like, did, did they just go to hell? Like did they, in a Disney yeah. movie? Like, am I reading this wrong? Is it like just a warp thing? And I'm, I'm looking at it and I rewatch I'm like... They, they they went to hell. Like that's what happened yeah. at the end of this movie. Is they, the, they that, that guy's trapped in hell right. in the robot body? What the heck? Right, right. That's exactly it. I was like, you know, I'm watching this as an adult, and I'm like, I, I'm because yeah, you have Vincent and the other one looking, you know, with the, the big cute cartoon eye. Right, right, you're going, hey, right. this is all fun, fun. Yeah, right. and then <gasps> people and then, are dying. What's behind those masks? Now they're in hell. Yeah, oh yeah. my god, <laughs> exactly. It's so weird. Like, how did that ever get made by Disney? I don't understand, but that's part of why I love it because it's so trippy and they go to hell. You know, <laughs> so yeah. If you haven't seen the Black Hole, you should really check it out. It's a really cool film. It's it, you know, I mean, it, it's a little dated, but it, it it holds up really well because of that in a way, and it's it's really something. Yeah, and that ending of yeah, that ending. And it's just, even though we've said those things, you still you watch it. It's just woof. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is is worth tracking down. Well, it brings me nicely onto my number two because the, that ending's a little bit trippy. But this one had a huge amount of trippiness. But it's uh, the Discovery one from two thousand and one, A Space Odyssey, uh, the Stanley Kubrick film. Right, very cool. Yeah, but it's the one that's after they've seen the unearth the monolith on the moon. They discover the one around Jupiter, so they head off uh, in Discovery one, which houses Hal, the computer, who has a bit of a breakdown. Or does he? Right. But uh, it's a, it's a, I love the film, uh, but I love the design of the spacecraft as well. It's uh, well similar to the Solaka. It looks like something which is that would be made, you know, to do this. Everything makes sense. The reasons why, you know, they try to make everything as realistic as possible in terms of the technology. Right. And I mean, you see them there now using things like iPads, well, which are now iPads or you know tablets. But it's uh, an amazing film with an amazing spacecraft, and Hal was an amazing computer. Yes, excellent, excellent pick. Can't go wrong with 2001. Okay, what about your number one? All right, my number one. All right, a little pop quiz for you, Phil. Let's see if you can place it just by the name of the ship. Pop quiz, hot shot, okay. Because it's a little, I don't say obscure, but here we go. My number one pick is the Narada. Oh, I know this one. Is this a Star Trek one? It is. Was it it the one that uh, Tom Hardy's flying? No. No. No, it's the one from uh, Eric Bonner's flying. Yes, it's the, exactly. It is the Romulan ship from the future, the alternate future, uh, piloted by Eric Bana and his crew as he played Nemo. And it's from Star Trek 2009, the J.J. Abrams reboot. And it's the giant, like, looks like a humongous squid, except all its tentacles are made out of giant knives kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And... I I love the design of that ship so much. Like, if you're going to have a ship for a bad guy character, you could <laughs> not create a more menacing-looking ship than this one. And there's that scene in the movie where the Enterprise squares off against it, and it's teeny, teeny, tiny compared to this to the Narada. Oh, it's, yeah, it's huge. It's like a, it's like the, the galaxy just being like cut. It looks like a big cut in space, doesn't it? Yeah. Gashing space. Right, right. It's in the, in the Enterprise is sitting there looking like an ant up against an elephant against this gigantic ship, and it's so monstrous and it's so cool. And I, I really just think the design of that is something really fantastic because it, it does everything that I love. It, it, you know, it's not a traditional spaceship. It doesn't just have like the wings and the you know tail and this and that. And it doesn't go in sort of you know Star Trek with the, like the birds of prey and the Enterprise. They always have these sort of nacelles and yeah, yeah. A, a kind of a, a triangular shape to a lot of them. And this is just this. Giant knifey squiddy thing, you know, and I really love the way it looks. And I, I remember from the first time I saw that trailer, I was like, "Holy crap! Look at that thing!" And then watching the movie, every time it came on screen, I was just like, "Oh, this thing is is 
It's frightening and beautiful all at the same time. No, it's it's you're right. It is. It's a it's a true spacecraft, an alien spacecraft. I'm sure you find out, and it was either a comic or one of the bonuses on the Blu-ray. But I'm sure the ship, because you know they end up traveling from like the TV timeline to the movie timeline. Right. I'm sure, but it's like some missing years. I think they get a, they get taken in by the Klingons and stuff. But I'm sure they also they come they use Borg technology to enhance that spacecraft. Ah. That's why it's got, it's more powerful than the Federation can can deal with i see i don't think i knew that which brings us back to the bulk space right the bulk cube right yeah very cool but yeah i'm sure i'm, I'm sure it's on the blu-ray in one of the like the director's commentary or one of the little huh. uh things on it well i'll have to check that out well that's an excellent number one uh my number one is is a uh, one you've mentioned but it's the mothership from close encounters of the third kind oh good pick very cool just because of the because of the huge visual just it's, it's been the whole film's been building up to this reveal and then it's it's a bigger reveal than you could possibly imagine. Right. I mean, the first time you see it, it blows your mind. You're going, oh, my God. And then it turns over. And it's where, this, where the USS Cygnus is like a building in space. This is like a cathedral. Right. The biggest cathedral we've ever seen. Right. And just, well, a ci- it's almost like a city, isn't it, in space? It's, I was just going to say, I think of it, I've always thought of it as more of like a city yeah. in space. Yeah, it's a cathedral city in space. And it's huge. And it just, it's a stunning visual thing which you can only get with a movie right right and it's all wrapped up with the the brilliant reaction shots by all the cast yes as it comes over just this sense of awe and wonderment there's no fear right seeing something that big but it's just this wow yeah and i think that's that's why it's my number one it's just this it's the most wow moments for any of the spaceships that you see in movies you know what you're right without a doubt it is definitely the one with the best reveal like you said the whole movie builds up to this moment and if it wasn't a great ship it would have it would have ruined the movie yeah and so the way they did it with the reveal and then the sort of double reveal as it turns over and everything it it really does like you said it it wows you and i so i do i i I can see what you mean it definitely is the best you know sort of revelation of all the ships yeah you know on on this list so but and also depending on what cut you watch of the film you can always you know one of them you end up seeing inside a little bit as well right right exactly which which i'm never sure whether that was a good thing or a bad thing you know, I, I like that cut personally. I have no problem with yeah, it. Yeah. I know Spielberg isn't a big fan, but, you know, I, I, I like all the different cuts of that what does movie. He, what does he know? <laughs> no, you know, I mean, I just, I can see where as a filmmaker, I know that he, I think he did that because of studio pressure and, yeah, you yeah. know, whatever. But yeah. as somebody watching the movie, I, I like it just fine. So I, I'm fine with whatever version happens to be on. Yeah, same here. But that's, uh, that was our top five movie spaceships and it's a that's a nice list yeah that was a lot of fun to put together i I always love a good science fiction film so it was fun to kind of go back and and track down some really cool ships yeah it was good and it's good taking up the star wars and star trek and tv stuff right right exactly i mean i did put a star trek one in there but it did originate in the film it wasn't from the tv show so and it was like the the new new films as well so exactly All right, well, those are our top five spaceships. If you would like to share your top five spaceships with us, Phil, tell them how they can do that. You can get in touch on Twitter at after underscore the ending, also on facebook.com slash after the ending podcast. And you can leave comments on whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on. And Mike, tell them the email address. You can email us directly at afterTheEnding at Verizon.net. So drop us a line. Tell us what you think. We'd love to hear your favorite spaceships. Well, I think that's all done, so time to beam up. Well, on that note, uh, as always, we thank you for listening. I'm Mike Spring. And I'm Phil Edwards. And we'll see you next week. After the ending. Oh. And once again, we've got 20 minutes of recording, yeah. and we haven't even started our show yet. Yeah. So this is yeah, that's a nice segue, though. It leads us nicely into spaceships. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, let's talk about justice and spaceships. Yeah. They go hand in hand. Yeah, it's uh, warp engines to speed, 
and I've forgotten every other single <laughs> space quote. <laughs> plenty much we could choose from. Plenty much? Yeah, I just felt like saying plenty much. <laughs> and warp out. Warp off. Warp <laughs> something. No. Warp. Warp away. Take it to the max. I don't even know what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Punch it, Chewie. There you go. All right. Yeah, let's uh, let's punch it, Chewie. Let's <laughs> wrap it. Oh. <laughs> ah, another patented Phil impression. I love it. Yeah. We're going to add that to the list of, of classic Phil impressions. Yeah. So soon we'll be doing a top five Phil impressions. <laughs> no, that's, that could be a great list, actually. We may have to do that in the future. Uh, God help us all. <laughs>